Hello and welcome to Akamakita. My name is Dave. I hope you're having a wonderful, wonderful week. Uh, it is now June, so we are in the summer months. Uh, whether it's summer or not, it is not officially summer, but feels sure does feel like it a lot sooner than it should be. But that's for another time, another conversation. Uh, this week on the podcast, we're going to talk about Stranger Things Season 4, Volume 1. We'll talk a little bit about the first three episodes of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Go over some of the news from Star Wars Celebration. Uh, then we'll talk a bit about The Boys, which debuted today as we're recording this. It's dropped on Amazon Prime, so you can watch all the episodes or whatever you want to do in whatever time frame that you want to do them in. Uh, we'll talk about whatever else we want to talk about because that's just how we roll. Joining me, as always, to do all of these things, it's Kyle. Hey, hey what's up, everyone? And hey, Dave, 300 episodes. Woo! Boop, 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 boop. Explosions. Oh. Yeah. 300 episodes. <laughs> all right. Dave's Sorry. bringing the energy, guys. I feel every single one of them in my body. That's why I've got my lightsaber here for, for the parties. Yeah. It's not ignited yet. Oh, you can really hear that key ring jingle. You're welcome, everyone. That is uh, directly behind me, right where my head is. Exact same one. Uh, so I don't know. Let's uh, let's waste little to no time and just kind of start jumping right into some of the news from. Uh, well, let's go outside Star Wars Celebration first. Uh, we got our first trailer for Gotham Knights for the CW, and boy, does it look awful! Yes, it does. It looks like um, trash. While you're expecting something of a, you know, a Dawson's Creek style show or you know the, the CW stylized show that you were gonna get. Um, this is this is it to the max. This is the mm-hmm. CW. This is uh, the OC meets Batman, basically, um, in the worst possible ways. Because the OC was better than this. Um, <laughs> yeah. So the trailer opens with Bruce's adopted son Turner, Turner Hayes, uh, throwing a rager at Wayne Manor. But the party is interrupted when District Attorney Harvey Dent informs informs Turner that his father is dead in just just classy fashion too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bruce's death, along with the revelation of his double life as Batman, sends shockwaves through the city. I guess everybody now finds out that Bruce is Batman because of his death. Um, it's not long before GCPD brings in a trio of suspects, which is Harper Rowe, her brother Cullen, and Duella. So later. May or may not be Joker's daughter, which they even say in the trailer. Mm-hmm. They ask her, they straight up just ask her, are you Joker's daughter? Uh, the series is also going to feature Carrie Kelly, who looks exactly like not Carrie Kelly. Uh, in no way whatsoever does she re- resemble Carrie Kelly, even in attitude from the one second clip that we got of her. Um, it says that she earned her nickname Little Robin by helping Batman as his eyes and ears throughout Gotham. Little Robin. Um, it's an odd universe of this Batman. This is a, a weird take on this Batman, a weird version of this whole mythology. Mm-hmm. Maybe it'll be good. Maybe it'll resonate with some people. Uh, I don't see this show lasting longer than one season at the most. I Yeah, I see it say 10. I'm going to give it 
10 episodes um, just because of how bad they screwed up Carrie Kelly. I'm the act. She doesn't. Yeah. She doesn't have red hair. It's not like anything. Like gonna that. Get, they're going to cancel the show just because of Carrie Kelly. I no, no, they're going to cancel it because of viewerships. Exactly. Why that? Um, there's, but, there's just not enough people that would care enough to not watch no. because of Carrie Kelly. That's and, that the show wouldn't survive if the show wouldn't survive on Carrie Kelly fans alone. Yeah. Stephanie Even Brown is also is also in the show, but I it's there's not enough Batman or even Batman adjacent to this show. The whatever they were using for the bat costume looks terrible. His his cowl only covers up to his nose and then it's just blank. It's just nothing. It is the second worst maybe actually no it is the worst Batman costume on on live how action. can you even say how can we how can we even judge anything like that because we're not going to see him in it i think we are just no just from his body, just, just from his body laying there we're going to see him in it a dead body in the costume is not the same uh, it's enough for it's me. not it's not the same <laughs> plus there's a whole moratorium about having batman on tv shows because of warner brothers where even on um that stupid show gotham uh no, the stupider show, um, Birds of Prey, uh, on the WB, they couldn't show him either, and he was like slow motion running or something like that. That was like all they could do, mm-hmm. um, or little little snips, cuts, shots of him talking or fighting with Joker or whatever. Like, there's a moratorium on what they can show of of Batman himself in other shows. So I I, I just. I just, I'm not gonna even judge the show based on the cop Batman costume because one, this isn't about Batman, and two, we weren't gonna ever get the Batman as a character in this show to begin with. So I, the the, the fact that it's gonna suck has nothing to do with the the costume in my opinion. So all right, um, I, that was the least of my concerns. Like I could care less what the Batman costume was because again, it's not a Batman show. It's not about Batman. Um, so as of right now, that I don't see anything in here as it's pick up the series. So whatever that series order is, as far as episodes wise, after that it's canceled. They're not going to cut it short. I think they'll get the air all their episodes, and then that'll be the end of it. Okay, well, that's that's yeah. wrong. That's where I'm going. Okay. Uh, Deborah Chow teases more surprise characters in Obi Wan Kenobi. Granted, I think there's two episodes left. Um, so everyone was all, okay, everyone was all surprised and left, left out of their chairs when they saw baby Princess Leia running around and Jimmy, Jimmy Smith's back as Bail Organa as well. Um, I mean, at this point, if you don't know they're there already, uh, Mm -hmm. you're under a rock. So don't forget, spoilers in this episode for Obi-Wan and the Stranger Things volume, uh, season one, volume two, volume one, excuse me. Um, so yeah, uh, She's, she's hinting that you might see some other characters. There's definitely some to come. She says, I think for us, we what we do have in the show, it needed to come out of character for us. We don't didn't want to put things in it for the sake of it, so they're not playing fan service. Um, this is These are camos that had to be cameos. Um, it wouldn't be Star Wars if we didn't have some Easter eggs and we didn't have some cameos. So there you go. Um, at the same time... Um, yeah, they're not going to play fan service. You're not going to see stupid Jar Jar Binks jump in. 
for for no reason. Um, but I do believe we are gonna by season's end see uh finally Obi Wan commune with with Qui Gon, and we'll see Liam Neeson. Yeah, I, I think so as well. Um, I mean, I I got my my Quinlan Voss um Easter egg, at least. I mean, I still I'm still I'm hoping to see him in live action but i have a feeling that's not gonna it's not gonna happen anytime soon unfortunately for me but well now now you got all the rumors that quinlan saved grogu that uh no that it's not it's not possible why not uh because quinlan quinlan voss was on kashyyyk when order 66 happened you can't go back someone saved someone saved grogu during during order 66 in the jedi temple so while in the jedi temple but then what all right see where you're going with this but i i don't think quinlan who who used the path quinlan where did did grogu perhaps use the path to escape order 66 okay doing that yes yes i forgot about the path but come on man closed-minded you are see not see not the positives you don't Griffin Matthews, go ahead. I was just going to say, if we see Quinlan with Grogu, awesome. Print it, put it on tape. Do it. I don't think, at this point, I really don't think we need to even see that part anymore. Like, I've kind of moved past it. Grogu Survivor 66, the end. I really don't care how. (laughs) Um, But for those that want to theorize and stuff, I guess it's kind of fun. But I I, I honestly would be fine if they didn't show us ever how he survived. He he survived. That's, That's it. There's other Jedi that did it too. We don't. I don't need to see how they did it. Um, Griffin Matthews. Um, I first saw him in the first season of Flight Attendant. He's a pretty funny actor. Uh, he has a recurring role in Marvel's She-Hulk. He declined to share specifics of who would play, but Matthews did hold back about how he felt about the opportunity to join the MCU. Never in my wildest dreams did I think I would join the MCU. Uh, this was never a genre that an actor like me and my package could fit into. The most exciting part of joining the MCU was being told by our director and writers, do not try to fit, just be you. And that gave me the freedom to run wild. Okay. Uh, he had, did two seasons of Flight Attendant, which I didn't watch the second season yet, but I want to. Uh, he was also in Dear White People on Netflix. His roles in Ballers, Law & Order SVU, and the upcoming Apple TV Plus series, Roar. Um, but did not like I say, go into what he's doing in the show that debuts August 17th on Disney plus Netflix's resident evil showrunner describes the setting and the characters. So um, it's, it's uh, Andrew dab. We are now essentially 20 plus years from the first raccoon city. He says, everyone knows it was destroyed in a very tragic incident, but very people know exactly what happened which makes sense given that it was a bit of a cover-up in the U.S. government. Uh, 14 years after the T-virus went global, humans have found a tense stasis with the zombie apocalypse. They've managed to carve out some civilization. People have lives. They may not be the lives they had before. In fact, I can guarantee they're not. Hmm. Um, Amid both undead and monsters like giant caterpillars, Jade Wesker has become like Jane Goodall for zombies. She's studying them. She's trying to learn how they operate. This is a new organism. Our zombies are not the risen dead. 
They're infected by a virus. All of us had a crash course in viruses last few years. Virus changes, it evolves, and it has its own agenda. Meanwhile, in the past timeline, we'll see Umbrella rebuild under a new CEO and a mystery unfold involving younger Jade. The idea is you'll see things in the future storyline, you're like, wait, how did that happen? And then that episode or a couple of episodes later, you'll get that answer. In some ways, the future storyline, so, so there's a future and a past storyline is what they're saying here. You're seeing flashbacks and then the future. Um, okay, so it's kind of like Arrow with, with flashbacks, same with Lost, with the flash flashbacks and the flash forwards. Perhaps. We'll know more on July 14th. Hmm, uh, yeah, next month with that. Not far away. Uh, all right. So Star Wars Celebration kicked off immediately with a trailer for Andor, which looked outstanding. Mm-hmm. Uh, cannot wait for that show, which uh, did we get a date for that? August? I want to say again. I think I've said August three times. I think it is August. Although I don't know if they are going to run. August 31st. August 31st. Okay. So they are going to run She-Hulk and Andor at the same time. Why not? They're doing, they're, they're doing Obi-Wan and Miss Marvel, so... They are. Whatever. Um, Jude Law is set to headline John Watts' new Star Wars series called The Skeleton Crew, which is about a bunch of kids running around in the Star Wars universe. Very uh, Steven Spielberg Amblin-esque is what it sounds like. Uh, you got okay. to see some footage with the first trailer for Willow. Um, if you're a Willow fan, you can check that out. We got news that The Mandalorian Season 3 is going to premiere in February of 2023, so we got to wait quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a promotional uh, poster type thing, not really even a photo, of, like a set photo or anything. It's it's a, it's a production art of uh, Indiana Jones 5. And that's coming back, I guess. Let's just put it there. Uh, <laughs> without without Shia LaBeouf. Um, director Bryce Dallas Howard will be back to direct Mandalorian Season 3 episode or episodes. Yeah. We don't know. One or two or three or four. Or who knows? Um, Lego Star Wars Summer Vacation Special will be on Disney Plus in August. Those are fun. I liked the Christmas one. I never finished the Halloween one, so I have to do that one yet. Um, but those have been fun. It's uh, enjoyable to see the. Usually, it's uh, the the you're in present time as far as the chronological order goes. So you're in the, the sequel, sequel trilogy with Poe and Ray Palpatine. Um, it was debuted and announced that the Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order sequel will be called Jedi Survivor. Mm-hmm. And that there was a trailer for it, and then it'll be out next summer. And only on next gen, not on past gen, which makes sense by then. Yeah. Uh, 2023. No, I guess I shouldn't say summer. Sometime in 2023. I'm just assuming summer. Maybe it'll be sooner. Who knows? Sooner would be better. But um, anyway. That's just wishful thinking. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, to take a step out of the Star Wars universe, has said that a Black Adam trailer will premiere in June. If you want a sneak peek at how some of these characters are going to look, the Funko Pops have all shown up 
Um, and, and I uh, think it was announced today that it was June 8th that they're dropping the trailer. June 8th, so Monday. No, three, four. Oh, Wednesday. Uh, so Wednesday. There you go. Wednesday. Yay. Um... Willow producer reveals Val Kilmer's Mart Martigan, Mad Martigan, excuse me, will be part of the rival series. So there you go. Now you have to watch it, Kyle. You said, you said I you did. wouldn't I, care. You said you wouldn't care unless Val Kilmer was involved. And guess what? I just don't know. <laughs> don't know how he's gonna talk. Who cares? Uh, they did a Rebels panel with uh, Rosario Dawson and the actress that's playing Sabine. And they confirmed some Rebels characters for the live-action Ahsoka series. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have not released the footage from there yet, and I don't expect them to until the trailer comes out. No, um, but they showed they showed a little showed a little bit of production footage because uh, again, this show is like three days into production; it's had not had done that much. Um, and one of the characters you got to see was uh, Hera, so you got to see the back of the head of Hera Syndulla. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're actually standing in front of the big giant mural that Sabine painted of all of them. So that's that's pretty dope. And then uh, in in his panel, they talked to um, the fearless leader Dave Filoni about things, and they got to the end of the interview and said, "Wow, this went by too fast. We didn't even get to talk about where Ezra Bridger is right now." And the cast and everybody's all freaking out, and uh, Ezra Bridger is. Far, far away is all he said. <laughs> what a tease. Yeah. Star Wars Tales of the Jedi animated anthology will be out this fall. So you don't have to wait too long for that new animated series. And that's going to be basically a backstory um, of some of our favorite Jedi, like mm-hmm. Qui-Gon and Count Dooku and uh, even Baby Ahsoka. Things, things of that nature. So that'll be fun. We'll see. Yeah, I, I'm. I think I'm more excited to see young Count, young Dooku, and young Qui Gon than I am about very young Ahsoka right now. Uh, I, don't, I don't really care about Dooku whatsoever, but we'll see. We'll see what we get. Um, anything Star Wars related is good, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, Star Wars Visions Volume Two will be coming out next spring, 2023. Bad Batch Season Two trailer came out, and it looks outstanding. Um. And I think they announced September for a release date very recently. It, it wasn't announced uh, at celebration. It was a it was a post celebration announcement. Uh, I think it's like September. I want to say September eighth. The number eight just keeps popping up everywhere. The it's September twenty eighth. September. See, <laughs> that's not the eighth though. No, but it is an eight. You lose, friend. Hmm. You lose. Um. Okay, I think that's enough Star Wars news. I believe. Let me just scroll up. Yeah, that's it for that. Uh, aside from you monsters that want to tweet Mises, Moses Ingram, just keep your racism to yourself and don't watch the show if you don't like. If you don't like that, you know you're just disgusting people. Okay. Um. I don't think uh, Will Arnett is going to voice Sweet Tooth in Peacock's Twisted Metal series. Uh, Samoa Joe will play the actual character. <laughs> um, so there's there's that. Um, 
Sorry, I'm umming a lot, guys. I apologize. Uh, Sony had their state of the state, so, of play. The state of play thing yesterday, and they showed a remastered Spider-Man uh, in, in there, which looks pretty dope. Um, I still have to beat that game. And yeah. then uh, they showed it. The finally showed footage of the remake of the Resident Evil 4, and I cannot wait. It's one of my favoriteest games ever. So, so Spider Man Remastered and Miles Morales are both coming to PC, I think, later this year. So that's mm-hmm. why they were announced. Yeah. And Resident Evil 4, I'll watch you play it. Okay. Good stuff. It sounds like he's going, like, he made it sound like because. He was like narrating Leon is uh, how it was like the biggest mistake of his life. This, this event, I wish I could go back. I'd do things differently. It almost sounds like it's like he's going back in time, or maybe he's just narrating the events or something. And so maybe that's how they're kind of, you know, laying out how they're doing or why they're doing re- remake or you know, who knows who cares. Um, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness will be on Disney Plus before the end of this month, June twenty second. It'll it'll be on Disney Plus. Meanwhile, Morbius returns to over one thousand movie theaters this weekend. So you did not get a chance. Stupid meme. Yeah. Well, it's back. Yeah. Enjoy it. I don't know. I did. I didn't think it was as bad as everybody thought it was. Uh, uh Daniela Melchior, um, Mel- Melchior, uh, last seen as the 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 queen of the rats in Suicide Squad. Uh, has a role in Guardians Volume Three. It's a small role, but you know she's joining, uh, one of many to follow James Gunn around in his cinematic universe of movies. Um. She dubbed the voice of Gwen Stacy in the Portuguese version of Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, apparently. Yeah. Before being in the Suicide Squad. <laughs> and That's yeah. pretty awesome. <laughs> uh, she's also going to be in the next Fast and Furious film alongside Vin Diesel. Um, and Jason Momoa. Talked about a stacked cast with that movie. Yeah, I don't really want to talk about it at all. Uh, (laughs) Percy Jackson and the Olympians has added five new cast members, and I don't want to talk about this because of one of them, because they're one of my favorite actors ever. Uh, Megan Mullally, Glenn uh, Turman, Virginia Cole, Tim Sharp, and my man, Jason Manzukis is joining the cast of Percy Jackson and the Olympians. Uh, I actually liked the first movie. I thought it was pretty cool as far as those kind of movies go. Um, you know, the Harry Potter, uh, young adults, um, you know, mythology type books. Always, I've always been a fan of these mythology stories like like these, uh, you know, dealing with the gods and things like that. So I, I kind of dug this storyline. Um, so, yeah, I'm interested to see where they go with, with this show, especially with Jason Manzoukas. And I don't think they announced, like, who's playing could be wrong here let's see no i think they just it was just cast announcement yeah the 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 camp's irritable and sarcastic director dionysus played by a manzoukas well there you go uh malali has been cast as electo one of the three furies in service to hades who describes or disguises herself as percy's strict irascible math teacher 
Um, let's see here. Termin from The Wire will lend a hand to Percy as Chiron, Chiron, a centaur and trainer of heroes before revealing his true nature. Disguised himself as Percy's Latin teacher, Mr. Brunner. The character was originally played by Pierce Brosnan. Um, and then Anthony Stewart had played him in the sequel when they recast him, I guess. Yeah. And then Colin Sharp round out these new additions as Percy's mother and stepfather. So new characters, I, I guess. I don't know. I didn't read the book. Uh, all right. So I think that's enough news, unless you got something I didn't talk about. Uh, no, I think we covered all the the big stuff. I think that's that's it. We're ready. All right. Um, I heard a thing today, uh, and you can dispute me or somebody can. Uh, that's twenty twenty. That's not going to help me any. Uh, that based off of okay, so they announced. Uh, so what we know is Obi Wan Kenobi, the series takes place ten years after Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. Um, what we knew about Jedi The Fallen Order was that that was five years after Revenge of the Sith and that the new one Jedi Survivor takes place ten years after Revenge of the Sith five years after the first game um, which leads a lot of people to suspect we might get some crossover there in Obi-Wan or maybe even in the game um, we might get some Obi-Wan crossover who knows but there are some out there who are saying that Solo and Obi-Wan take place in the same time period, which means Solo is is eyeing up a nine-year-old. Or what looks like a nine-year-old. <laughs> uh, and I don't think that's accurate. I think the time is wrong a little bit there. I, I kind of... I... Well, I mean, if we look if we look at A New Hope, Princess Leia is 19 at that time. So, no matter what, and who knows exactly how much a year is in the Star Wars universe, if it is, if it, like, is ours or not. They, it might be faster. Who knows? Who knows? As, as we know, she is of legal age in a new hope so it's not that part is not bad if if we see uh, if we were to see a young han solo th- eyeing up a then leia yes that's bad but we it's that that's well it doesn't hang work. on okay so she would technically be 10 years old right correct in in the show so 10 years 10 yeah so solo is takes place 10 years prior to the original to the events of the original star wars so Okay. She would be she'd be twenty, basically nineteen twenty when she meets Han. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's what's the, I don't see what the problem is. Yeah. Um, because I I don't think Han is that much older than her. I want to say thirty. Wow. I, I was gonna say like twenty six, twenty seven. You don't really get any kind of age. Yeah. And Harrison Ford is of kind of a different generation where they age differently and he he, he kind of tends to look a little older than he is as a younger man i think is what i'm trying to say mm-hmm. um but yeah i saw that and i was like i can't be right and it turns out it's technically is but not because yeah the timeline's wrong it's 10 years apart obi-wan obi-wan kenobi and solo are 10 years apart at least i think that's accurate so 
There wait, you go. All right, that was that's something I said. They're ten years apart. Yes, because. Well, hang on. It, so no, they're, they're, if they're ten years, if they're, yeah, they're uh, solo. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Solo and A New Hope are ten years apart. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So. And then she, if she's nineteen, then we're led to believe that it's ten years after Solo, or ten years, ten years between Obi Wan and Solo. Then is what we're led to believe, or nine years, if she's nineteen at the time of A New Hope, right? Correct. So yeah, there you go. There's your, right. there's your. So, so yeah, Solo, and where, Obi-Wan. where did you, where did you get this information that she's nineteen? I, I have always known is that, it is, that. Between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope, it is 19 years. It's It's been engraved in my mind. It's like 19 years. Like, Revenge of the Sith is 19 years before the Battle of Yavin. That's how they do their... That's how Star Wars does their their whole time. They, they do it by one event. So it's either before or after the Battle of Yavin. So it's like in, in either... Either. I've got I've got a birthday chart here, an age oh, okay. chart. Yodasdatapad.com is the source. No, oh, uh, is I haven't looked at it in a while. Is anybody talking in our chat? Um, um, I don't know. Let's take a look. Well, uh, let's see. Oh here. yeah, so, Dead Zombie Girl. I fucked up my sleep schedule. Woohoo! Yeah, welcome, Dead Zombie Girly. Hey, sorry we haven't given you any attention uh, in twenty-two minutes. Um. <laughs> So yes, it says here that Leia is nineteen, uh, Lando is thirty-one as of New Hope. Um, I guess they count Rogue One as well, since that's basically the same day. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, where is Han Solo? Is canon? It's got the squiggly line, which means estimated. When you are approximately thirty-two. Okay. In Legends, he's twenty-nine. Oh. Okay. So that makes him 22 in his solo movie. Um, he's 66 when he dies. Let's see here. Captain Phasma. Why does anybody care? Uh, she's approximately nine in Return of the Jedi. That's all they say here. <laughs> <laughs> Obi-Wan is 57 when he dies. 47 in Solo. and 30 in, So he's 49, 48 right now when we see him. Um... Amadala died when she was 27. Poe Dameron is 32 when we meet him. Yeah, because his... Yeah, I could see that. Well, maybe. How <laughs> how old would you say Jar Jar is um, in uh, Revenge of the Sith? He's 100. 33. What the fuck? He's 87 by the time the whole saga ends. Apparently, we don't we don't know. I guess one way yeah, or the other. Um, Qui Gon in canon is 48, and Legends apparently he's 60 when he dies. Okay. Well, um, I guess droids have ages, so there's droid ages in here. That's pretty dumb. Uh, Snoke has an age. <laughs> what? Okay. Uh, Django Fett died at 44. Ben Solo was 30. Lando. There's, yeah, we talked about Lando already. So, Luke, obviously, same age as 
his sister. Darth Maul is 44 in Solo. Wow, Chewbacca. It's 235. Yep. By the end of this. Have by... a long lifespan. But, wow, only by the end of Return of the Jedi, Boba Fett was 36. And yet, he looks extremely older. Yeah. Vader died on his 45th year. Huh. <laughs> that sucks. His, his, his canon and Legends age are like a year off, so what's the big deal? Oh, that's not bad. Uh, and that's assuming any of this is accurate. Um, let's see here. Ages and birth dates are based on Lucasfilm or Lucasfilm licensed sources. No precise ages available from the new canon after the 2014 Expanded Universe reboot. Ages from the 2014 Legends sources are used. Many ages from Legends have been confirmed in new canon, so the rest are likely to be correct too. In cases where new canon sources directly contradict the Legends sources, both versions are given in separate rows. Characters are listed in alphabetical order by what I think people usually call them if you can't find the characters you're looking for. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. Okay. Check out my Star Wars book list with side-by-side timelines of Legends and new canon rotten novels. Okay. All right. There you go. We just gave a, a nice big promotion to Yoda's Yoda's datapad.com. There you go. It's a nice blog. Um, yes. Uh, like I said, real quick, The Boys Season 3 debuted today. Um, see if you can watch all... Uh, so did they they dropped all the episodes or did they uh, just drop one and are going weekly uh they dropped three today three today okay so they will be weekly it looks like after that yes okay. until july 8th so there's only eight episodes so there you go three episodes to binge your weekend away yeah do it um all right well, let's talk Obi-Wan real f- first, since there's only three episodes of that, even though they're pretty large episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, have you been happy with Obi-Wan so far, or are you going to complain that everything on Disney is fan fiction? No, I'm 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 excited about Obi-Wan. I, but I think episodes one and three are are the best so far of the three. I think two wow. is little... I, two is my favorite. Oh. Yeah, Two no, with Camille Nanjiani and Princess Leia jumping on the rooftops. I thought that was yeah. the best one. No, I, I mean, well, see, now we're talking about spoilers. You can't really, I, I don't think you can really top having Darth Vader in an episode and anything. I do hope this is not the last time that Obi-Wan and Darth Vader fight, because if that is, that's a, we we waited all that time for that fight. <laughs> So he got revenge. He did. He did. That was that was quite that was quite a scene I was not expecting. That was a pretty heavy scene. Yeah, um Obi-Wan's got to bounce back from that because dude looked like a bitch. Yeah. Well, I mean, he he cut himself off from the force for 10 years. So Okay. He, he just well, and he just started using it again. Yeah, but I mean, you're great. Okay, man up, dude. You're trying to protect this little girl and give her time to get away. Well, he also, um, I mean, it's it's nothing like he, he had ten years of quote unquote peace. He, he wasn't using his right. Skills he's he, his... he still got he still got balls enough to tell people to leave him alone. 
Yeah, and but I mean, you know, he's not... he's he's putting up his defenses and all this other crap when he needs to hide. When yeah. it comes to protecting her, I mean, he you know, ten years is ten years, but it's it's not like ten years of. Uh, I don't know. He was still doing manual labor. He's still got muscles. Like, come on, man. I don't know. That's just the way I just the way I look at it is that he's, you know, 10 years apiece. He's not using his he's not using his fighting skills every single day like he was in during the Clone Wars. I don't think it has anything to do with that at that point. Um, I think it has a lot to do with the PTSD of it being Anakin. Mm hmm. Uh, more so than anything else. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. I did enjoy the ghost Anakin that showed up. Um, yeah, I did too. Kind of freaked him out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you're seeing a little bit of Leia using her Force abilities to read Obi Wan. Mm. Um, at least his kind of read his his energy and his mind and know that something's going on. And not only is he lying to her, but he's also just not not right and not ready for this um i did enjoy freck in episode three i thought the imperial or the transport driver for imperial mining facility um apuzo i thought he was pretty funny he sounded like a muppet you mean zach braff yes i do everyone thought it was seth rogan oh i i couldn't tell i couldn't i couldn't actually tell it was zach braff until after the episode so props on them for not for doing that voice well some cool yeah some cool uh cameo actors so far zach braff and dear varma played uh imperial officer who kind of has now become a traitor to them mm-hmm. um and then you also uh got uh flea in the first and second episode more so the second episode um who's uh, a criminal guy a bounty hunter who got his face the front of his body sliced off by a lightsaber is was that from red hot chili peppers sorry for those that don't know who that is was that green uh green skinned alien that we saw with with flea was that the same alien race as prince caesar it looked like it i don't know i really get a good look at him okay i'm gonna say sure why not why not um trying to think here i'm loving the inquisitors i do have to be honest i rolled my eyes and said and actually said come on when princess leia little little leia turned around and there's this the the third sister Mm -hmm. like dude come on how did she get there so fast you gotta be kidding me like i understand she's a little girl she's a little girl and she doesn't run that fast but dude come on there like I, i get it they want her to be like like she's one step ahead of literally everybody almost even vader but like and i don't get me wrong i'm not criticizing the actress i love her she's doing a great job mm-hmm. um and i think the role is cool i think it's a cool character but i i do also think they're just making her a little too as the kids say op um like just good lord obi-wan stands no chance against this woman no the i thought there was only one path to the right the shipyard and how did how did reva beat like surpass leia get around it yeah yeah Yeah. like i i I don't know i'd have to watch it again to see if i missed something there but like and also does that mean tala is dead 
Why did my monitors keep turning off? Quit it. No, I don't think the the Imperial de, uh, defector. Mm-hmm. No, she she helped Obi Wan at the end. Right, but didn't she run into? Didn't she run no. into the the third sister or the first? Yeah, oh, okay, all right. No, no, whatever. She like it's weird timing again with with Riva being there. It's it doesn't make sense. It's a it's a storytelling right mistake that needs to be addressed. Uh, yeah, I would say. Um, Grand Inquisitor, do you th- uh do you think he has actually been unalived by the third sister? Well, the fact that vader said oh you could be the next grand inquisitor leads me to believe that the grand inquisitor that we see in rebels is a different is a different grand inquisitor so i think uh, he is, i think he is unalive but i think someone else is t- p- picking up the mantle rupert friend was excited to bring the grand inquisitor to live action and wanted to remain faithful to his characterization in the animated series star wars rebels hmm yep so Either that or it's a they're trying, you know, not to spoil anything. Being like, yeah, I'm in there the whole time. But it then goes on to say, though he, Chow, and Rebels co-creator Dave Filoni did not want him to do an impression of Jason Isaacs. So maybe they wanted to leave it open to being mm-hmm. a second Edgeman character because there, it's, it seems like there is another Grand Inquisitor in Star Wars um, Survivor. Yeah. Yeah. So an older one, it seems like, which because I mean, we, that one's dead. Jason Isaacs dies in Rebels. Jason Isaacs, Grand Inquisitor, dies in Rebels, quote unquote, dies in Rebels. I guess we should say. Mm-hmm. But who knows? I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe the maybe Grand Inquisitor goes... is just a title. I mean, it's got to be just a title. Yeah, maybe he goes and... to the chop shop, the same one that uh, Fennec did. Maybe. maybe I mean, it's the same species, right? The, it, it, this, it looks to Rupert, be like the Rupert, the Pawan species from Udupau. Yeah. Um, is the highest ranking Inquisitor of the Galactic Empire, uh, once a member of the Jedi Order, serving as a Jedi Temple guard. Mm-hmm. Um, so if that's one character, that's that's not a title. That's that's him. He used to be a Jedi. Um, I don't know. Um, then we got the fifth brother in there who is just not having the third sister <sighs> shenanigans. The fifth brother reminds me of Benedict Wong, and a little bit, it, yeah, yeah, Sung Kang. Mm-hmm. I thought that he Han would be... Han from the Fast and Furious. Wait, that is him. Yeah. Oh shit, Mister Han. Um, oh, that's 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 a different person. Oh shit. Uh, I could that's I could DJ. see the... that's DJ. That's Mister Han is a DJ from. I, I could see the fifth brother being the next Grand Inquisitor, and him being like the rebels and actually not even the rebels one no it's he's too he's too the the rebels one is too proper the grand inquisitor plus he's also yeah. that race that race of alien he's not they're not the same race yeah um so maybe he's not unalive maybe he <laughs> is very much alive and, and vader vader is playing reva very well playing her as in like straight uh, manip- 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 manipulating, manipulating her, manipulating her, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Han will be in the next two parts of Fast and Furious: Fast X, Van Ten, and Fast X Part Two, which I guess they're, they're splitting ten into two parts. I guess what the hell? I thought, I what thought, the hell? 
Okay. Okay. I don't. Whatever. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't want to go into space. There they are going to go to space one day. Okay. But but yeah, that's the same. Yeah, we also we also got another we also got another inquisitor, a female. But yeah, they, yellow, they, yellow skinned with little tiny tendrils. Yeah, but they didn't like give her a, a name like or a code code name like. Not yet. Yeah, we're. Yeah, as far as I know, we don't have a. An indication as to where she ranks in the Quisitor line, I guess. Yeah. I guess is how that works. Um, but seeing, but see, but first episode was great. I mean, we got the that the like recap of the prequels. Uh, seeing seeing Obi Wan in the town with the Inquisitors and oh, Owen. She's the she's the fourth sister. Sorry, she's the fourth sister. Okay. Uh, having Owen like lie for him was probably one of the hardest things Owen ever had to do. It's pretty uncomfortable to sit there and be like, dude, come on. Come on, dude. Obi-Wan, step up. Yeah, but... Knowing, I mean, we as as the audience knew nothing was going to happen to them, but yeah. It, especially at the end of the episode when you find out that he buried the lightsabers, he, so he didn't even have it on him. So right. it wouldn't have been much, I don't think, much of a much of a fight. Anyway. Yeah. It also just would have been a nice little bookend if 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 um Ray had been a, a Kenobi and burying the lightsabers in the sand and then just a nice little bookend. Just I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Just saying. She could have been related in the brother. Boy, that he has a brother. Yeah, that was that was uh something at least I didn't know that Obi Wan had a brother, but uh, here you go. Here you go. Little little known facts in the lore of Star Wars. Um, Owen at one point was going to be Obi Wan's brother. Oh. Um, and then they changed that. So there was a there was a point that I think in a novelization of Star Wars: A New Hope that Owen was uh Owen and Obi Wan or Owen and Ben were brothers at some points, and then they they changed it. Um, and I learned this all from. Probably some Easter eggs thing I watched this week from about the first few episodes. What is behind you on the fridge? That is from Horizon Zero Dawn or Horizon Forbidden West. Okay, don't care. It's All right. Mine. Yeah, what? That's fine. Um. Yeah. So that's yeah. Season's going well. I think for mm-hmm. Obi Wan. Um, we've got three more episodes left. Apparently. Yeah, all uh, wrapping up heard, on June twenty second. We haven't heard any like press being like, "Oh, this is the episode," blah blah blah. Like everyone has said about either Stranger Things or or anything. Like, yeah, this is the the episode you've been waiting to see. You know, like this is the one. I, you know, I've been waiting for. Blah blah blah. Yeah, overhyping things, which we're gonna talk yeah. about in a second. What, what uh, and the, how? What was the other show that they talked about doing that? Uh, uh it was uh, Moon Knight. It was they were waiting for? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They all were waiting to rewatch an episode they got the the sneak peek of. Mm-hmm. It was the best one they had seen, but then the episode after that was better, in my yeah. opinion. Um, but anyway, speaking of, let's talk about Stranger Things. Um, the the thing I like most about this and what finally people are catching up on is the way they use music in their scenes mm-hmm. to hype up a moment, to build a moment, to make it more dramatic, to make it more exciting. And they did that in episode four, 
which is what everyone was freaking out about. Chapter four, Dear Billy, directed by Sean Levy and written by Paul Dichter or Dichter. Um, Max's favorite song, which she's been listening to, she's had her headphones on the whole season so far. She's listening to Running Up That Hill by um Kate Bush. Kate Bush, Kate thank Bush. you. Um I've been hearing her name all week. Uh mm-hmm. also Kate Kate Bush fans, stop gatekeeping new fans of the song. What's wrong with you? This is a new generation of people finding this song for the first time ever, and you're upset by that because they found it and they like it. Be be happy that people are enjoying the music you already love. So so I was watching episode one of Stranger Things, and that song came on, and I'm like, I have mm. heard this song before. Placebo, I, right? Yeah. The placebo um, version? No, actually, it's uh, Track and Field. Oh. It was it was a different cover. It was and it was in Warehouse 13. It was mm. done to a different effect for a for a character death. And I'm like, I'm just I'm going through my mind. I'm like, I know this song, I know this song, but I don't know where it is. And then I'm like, boom, Warehouse 13. I can I can envision the scene and everything. So it's not the first time I've heard the song, but it's the first time I've heard the original. Right. So yes, the Elastic Band made a remix of it in 1994. Within Temptation did a version of it in 2003. Placebo is the one I've heard it the most. Um, it was in an episode of the OC, and I've seen it in other shows and movies over time. Um, and there's a Meg Myers version recent, very recently, and then there's a two, there's just a new version, 2022 of this year. German German star did it probably just because of this reason, to be quite honest with you. Um, the, my favorite version is the placebo and the original. Um, I think both are fantastic. Um, and they both have that real tension building, um, like just drama building pace. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Like I, like I, I recognize it right away. I'm like, Oh yeah, I know that. I know that song. I've heard that song before. Um, but like, why? Why would you not be excited that people are finding the music you love? I don't understand yeah. that. Like, I mean, any like anything from like, I'm just gonna do it because of music. Anything from like Guardians or like Peacemaker, anything basically James Gunn wise, having these songs and being and finding that there's more people getting to know these songs and getting mm-hmm. um, what's the correct terminology then. Not like, oh, wow, I sound really dumb right now. But like getting, uh, oh, wow, I am having such a day with this. But just getting just getting their reactions to the songs and having them listen to it more is awesome. I'm going to think of that. I mean, it, it, it became number one on Apple Music over the weekend. Yeah. Um, Apple Music and Spotify, I, I want to say. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's gotten a ton of clicks on YouTube um i've yeah. i've showed so many people the placebo version this week um running up that hill placebo version has appeared in several tv shows including and i've not seen it in any of these <laughs> uh so i don't i don't know where i've heard where because i don't remember it in the oc but i'll have to I'll have to look it up oh oh i do remember it. it was when they killed a character um which one vamp- which one in the oc yeah when they killed marissa with the car crash wasn't it uh yes, yes. Okay, I I don't it's, it's, remember the it's, song, but it's I remember. Used as, so it's used in the opening scene of the fourth season, which is after they killed her, 
it's like a like a montage uh, of of the aftermath. Okay. Um. So. Damn yeah. it! Now I want to do an OC rewatch. <laughs> I love the OC. I'd I'd be down for that. I'm actually doing it because of the 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 uh what do you call it the podcast that does that. The two of the actors are we're watching it together for the first time. Oh, nice. That's awesome. Yeah, they're on season two. They're almost done. But I, the hard time I'm having is not watching episodes ahead because they do one one a week, and it's mm-hmm. like I I don't really want to just stop. I want to just keep going. <laughs> so um. So the Vampire Diaries, Bones, CSI, and NCIS LA also use placebos version of the song. Anyway, the scene is fantastic. You can actually see the scene on YouTube. It's all over the place. They got to cut with the song and all that stuff. I don't know how they're going to get in trouble, but I get in trouble when I play Guitar Hero. I got I actually got a warning that you did? Uh, Twitch took down my my VOD before I could after playing Guitar Hero last night. <laughs> so now, now they actually changed my settings to automatically not publish my VOD, that I have to go in and publish it after the fact. Oh, sh- oh, shnikes. Whatever. It's That's easier that way. Yeah. It's just easier that way, so who cares? Um, But yeah, Stranger Things Season 4, I- I'm friggin' digging everything about mm-hmm. it. I love it. I love it so much. It's just everything I've hoped I love about this show, all wrapped into one. It's that 80s feel, very 80s feel, Um, so much so that, okay, so you have three storylines going on, and they told us this before the season even started. So you have three major storylines going on, and they're all three based on m- movies uh, or horror genre or movie genre types. So you've got a Zodiac-type murderer going on in the city. Let's just call it that. There's a serial killer on a loose um, mixed with a Scooby-Doo mystery um, with the kids because mm-hmm. they're, they're trying to figure it out. And then you've got this stoner um, action adventure in California going on. And then you've got a Russian prison break <laughs> movie going on at the same time. Mm-hmm. Now, the things I care the least about, and I'm being perfectly honest, and I, don't get me wrong, I love these characters, but the storylines I didn't care to even see. Are you going to guess? You want to guess? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, mine was uh, was the Hopper storyline. Yep, didn't care. Nope. Didn't care. Nope. Um, not Again, not that I don't care about Hopper or Joyce. Love Murray to death. I can't Murray's get enough Murray. Great. Murray's great. <laughs> Yeah, I cannot get enough Murray. They can give me a whole episode of Murray, just Murray being Murray, mm-hmm. Murray coming over and making risotto, Murray <laughs> lying about l- lying about why he's at the, her house. Like, why are you still lying to these kids, Joyce? Talk about the worst parent. And I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. She is the worst parent in the '80s, and pa- parenting in the '80s was already bad to begin with. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't know where your kids were and they even bring it up in this season like they don't we thought they were all together at our in our basement they thought they were in their own basement mm-hmm. and they weren't even there like and that's how it was the is you didn't know where kids were until the streetlights came on and they came home that's how it was that's just how it was um o'clock, do you know where your kids are that's exactly right that was uh, kids that are listening that's a thing that would play on tv at 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock it's 10 o'clock parents do you know where your children are that was to remind you to go find your kids. Get off your ass. Stop watching the news. Go find your kids before they're being molested by the ice cream man. Hey, like, get off the shed. <laughs> just like, like that's that's how it was. Also, how it was in the 80s, satanic panic. That was legit. That was a thing. Heavy metal music, Dungeons and Dragons, anything wizardy, uh, sci-fi or fantasy 
meant you were a Satanist and that you believed in the devil or you, because you listened to Ozzy Osbourne or Metallica or anything like that, you were a devil worshiper and you were, you were, you were sacrificing babies at the beach for your, your God, Satan, which it's could be further from the truth. These guys wouldn't, you couldn't hurt anyone because they're so weak and pale and, you know, listening to heavy metal music in the basement. I'm not making fun of them, really. I'm just making a joke. But, like, you look at the dude that they're blaming, and you're like, no, this guy couldn't do... Eddie couldn't do what he, the, the happened to this girl, physically. No. The, the damage she's in, he would need many, many metal baseball bats to do that to her body. Like, he's a little kid, and again, he's a kid. He's a senior in high school, I think. But like, I don't know how many times he's a senior, but I think right, whatever. But he's he's a toothpick, like he's, mm-hmm. and he even says it in this episode because they get so far down. He's like, I, I run. Apparently, I run. I, I'm in D and D. I run towards danger. In real life, I run away. Mm-hmm. I just run away and hide. He even says it. He's not a hero. He's not like he's in and because he's he kind of is in awe of Steve at that point because Steve didn't hesitate. He jumped in and he's doing the man and he's got manly chest hair now, apparently. Uh, <laughs> uh, that was say that. Hey, Steve's got chest hair. Yeah, that was freaking great. <laughs> and then they're both just staring at the binoculars. And then Max is like, let me see. And then Max just kind of stares for a little too long. And I'm like, perfect. Just mm-hmm. a genius moment. Just so funny in the face of, they, they say that all the time the comedy is in the face of such tension drama and danger mm-hmm. like they're in the middle of a boat that apparently somebody just was murdered in this lake who floated out of the water had their bones popped and their eyes burned out from the inside and uh, like the cops are in the woods behind them and now they're somewhere in this lake there's a a a, a gate to the upside down like this is all happening, and we have time to make jokes about Steve's chest hair. Like, yeah. outstanding! This is the mm-hmm. kind of stuff I love. This is what I loved about Buffy. This is the stuff I love about all the shows and movies I love. Is they they can make these quips and these these things in the middle of such of danger and horror, and, and they have these little moments of levity, which, as try as they might, they, I'm not getting from Hopper. No. Although I do like his new Russian friend. I do enjoy that guy. I do um, like the man with many faces. Yes, yes, <laughs> from Game of Thrones. Yeah, yep, I I did not put it together until I saw a TikTok of it, and someone's like, "Where do I know him from?" And then it popped up, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Oh God, I'm I can't believe it." But I I honestly, <laughs> if Hopper stayed dead, I I would have been. Uh, I I honestly, Hopper should have stayed dead. Right. Let's go back again to my rant about the worst parent of the '80s, Joyce Byers. You can move your kids to California. Perfect idea. Genius. Good. Get them away from trauma territory. Mm-hmm. Will deserves to be far, far away from Hopkins. The, although his friends are there, that is nothing but drama and trauma for that poor boy. Mm-hmm. Get him to a new place where he can restart and re- reset his brain. Jonathan probably should have stayed in Hopkins with with Nancy, but whatever. Um and 11 you know they just put her with whoever i guess apparently is what they're doing with her um she's a little psychopath that she is but joyce lying to them about going to see the britannicas in alaska just tell them the truth that hopper might be alive 
Yes, Eleven's Eleven's gonna want to help, but she doesn't have her powers. She can't. She right. can't help. She's got to stay behind. You have to stay here. Jonathan's gonna take care of you. This is just the way it's gonna go. Like, assert some kind of adult responsibility here. Tell them the goddamn truth. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I I just I I didn't that just blew my mind that she can after everything they've been through she's gonna continue to lie. Mm-hmm. Um, dead zombie girl. He said, "I always get so annoyed when people say Satanists are devil worshippers, and are the same thing." But yeah, no, they're definitely, <laughs> definitely not. Yeah, yeah, we're we're talking about Stranger Things season four right now too. Just to, for those that are just jumping into the chat, um, so yes, our 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 bad guy for this season. Sorry, my uh, my eyes allergies are starting to act up now because my windows are open. Um, our our bad guy is Vecna, and that's the character. The characters have given the bad guy that name. Of course, it's a D and D reference to the Curse of Vecna um basically this monster is um just murdering people i guess there's there's really no if i think about it right now there's no rhyme or reason as to who or why other than the fact that they have trauma in their history yep um and i um, when when they finally figured out that it was that the upside down was stuck in 1983 and when they flash back to season one yeah, I I thought it was Barb. I thought Vecna was Barb. <laughs> uh, what did you ever figure it out before I, it was before the reveal? Before the reveal, I'm I was like, oh maybe, may, spoilers maybe the orderly is somehow you know related to uh, not Freddie. What's his What's his real name? Victor. No, 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 Freddy. Oh, Eddie, Freddy Krueger. Oh, yeah, Creel, Victor Creel. Yes, Victor Creel. I thought he like could have been, or that he was at least for sure Vecna. But it wasn't until episode seven, which I think is the best episode of the season so far. Yeah, the hour and a half episode, long episode. Hell yeah, yeah it was great. <laughs> uh, a whole hour and a half, and yet there is no. Um, nothing with Mike and uh, Jonathan and Will and uh, the pizza guy. I can't remember his name. Argyle. Uh, Argyle. Yeah, great name. Argyle. That is the name of the chauffeur from Die Hard. By the way, is Argyle. Um, I wonder. I wonder if that's a reference or not. But yeah, but no. When they finally revealed that it was that a, it was Victor Creel's son. B that he was Vecna. C that Eleven created him. And D that eleven, as of right well, now, well, not necessarily created, cr- created created Vec- Vecna, created yes, Vecna, but not created the the powers. He already, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. He already had all that stuff. She put him there. Yeah, yeah, and which that eleven him created off. the upside down, or she mm, just, or, or she, she just opened the gateway she, to the yeah, upside right, down. right, right, right. That's that's it. She, yeah she originally tore the yeah i maybe vecna created the upside down when he got there yeah he, but that, he made it out made he made that into hopkins or not uh hawkins so, excuse me so when when did when was pre-season one taking place was that in 1979 pre-season one you mean yeah, 
everything um, in the in the lab. Yeah, seventy nine. Okay. The you're talking about the the the, the massacre. The massacre. Yes, seventy nine. Seventy nine. So there was four years before season one. Correct. Uh, eighty three. Yep. Okay. So, so time moves slower. It it only it only matters when the plot tells it to matter that it's time. Um, I I think I think they're saying time stopped in the upside down. Well, if 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 Vecna and number one went in nineteen seventy nine, you would think it would have stopped in nineteen seventy nine, right? No, no, I think it would have started in nineteen seventy nine. My my thing is, I think it starts in the the upside down starts in nineteen seventy nine, like it, that world was created by Vecna, like the it okay so that plane of existence is there, mm-hmm. he made it into the quote unquote upside down that we know it in okay. nineteen seventy nine. So he he maybe he created all these things. I don't know. I now we're really reaching at theories here, um, and I don't think any of these are right. <laughs> so, hey, that's fine. Um, Honestly, that's fine. That's what that's what because because. Because how would he know? Yeah, and how would how would how would Eleven know what everybody's houses look like on the inside or anything like that? You know, and especially I think I think it's just an alternate reality that he just got sent to, or you know, um, in in the Stranger Things multiverse. Basically, yeah. it's another dimension. And as, I mean, as it's been explained, it's you know, your one rope on the top rope is our reality; the bottom rope is the upside down. That's mm-hmm. all it is. It's just two sides of the same coin. Um. Which was there's, cool no, there's, there's no people. The, uh, the the coolest thing I've ever seen in cinema that I didn't know I needed to see was the rope climb. Yeah. <laughs> and the way and the way they threw me off, like I was not expecting Nancy to then just suddenly fall into the abyss. Like I'm like, yeah. oh fuck, I, oh fuck, like what the hell? And I'm, I, then I'm like, and I'm just watching. I'm like, oh shit, she's dead. That's it. Nancy's yeah. gonna die. Now here I thought from the beginning of that episode because of what happened at the end of the episode, Steve's dead. Mm-hmm. Like there's no way Steve survives this 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 series this season. So um, so you so Sunday you showed me a picture of you know by by like feelings of seasons season four and was a picture of like Steve crying. Mm-hmm. So in my head I'm like oh Steve's dead. Steve dead. Max is Max is fine, but Steve's dead. And as of right now. Steve Steve is very much alive. Just, I mean, a little bit. I mean, of of all the people that are set up to be the most dead by the end of the season, you got Nancy and Steve at the very tippy top of that list right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, dude. That I didn't see footage of him wearing Eddie's vest until right before I watched the episode where Eddie gave it to him. But I guess yeah. it was in the tra- it was in the trailer at some point. Also, also, Eddie supposed to be playing guitar on top of the house uh, volume two man i guess that's it's just weird that they would show show footage for the second season when they're supposed like promoting for the first it's i'm guessing weird. i'm guessing that's a distraction to try to get to nancy before mm-hmm. you know like i don't know man but those those bad things were dope i thought that was a those, cool addition that was, oh that man was scary. just so many of them i liked i loved the reflectiveness of the bike riding on the top, and then Robin saying, "You had bikes in 1983, right?" 
and then, so they're riding bikes on both sides. I love the callback to the lights and using, okay. and I was wondering why Nargi was selling a light bright. Now I know why they're selling light brights, and I should have got one when I saw it. <laughs> I thought that was a great effect. I didn't quite understand the physics of it, but of uh, or the logic behind it. But I, I gotta agree with Steve, hundred percent about Dustin's ego right now is a little. He needs to be brought down a peg or two. Yes, he's a genius, and yes, he seems to have all the answers. But I have a feeling he's going to be wrong, and it's going to cost them big at one point soon. It's going to um, cost Steve his life. Maybe, maybe. Um, but I, I again, still my favorite characters are Steve, Dustin, and Robin. And I added Eddie to that list right now. Um, I think Eddie's going to have a cool arc, especially when he revealed he runs away, which I think is that that the whole guitar thing. Mm-hmm. is him kind of being the, a decoy and a distraction and setting himself up to maybe be a sacrifice so that they can free Nancy at that point or somebody um, from Vecna. Um, I think Max, while she's not in the clear, I think she is. I think I think her her run at being in peril is over, but I I loved I loved that arc. I love that she was hanging on to that 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 trauma that was of course, She's gonna be traumatized. Her brother died, and like in basically in her arms, and his dying words were "I'm sorry." Mm-hmm. Like that's gonna you know take a lot, and the fact that she's seeing us the site, the school's counselor and stuff like that, and like I, I like that that carried over, and that her mom left the the dad, the stepdad, and that they're kind of rebuilding their lives, and she's living in a trailer park and all these things, and her relationship with Lucas, Lucas being a douche, douchebag until it finally really really counted, and then he did the right thing um it didn't take as long as i thought it would i thought that was going to drag out a little longer we're him going with the popular kids but it's still lucas that we love and remember so oh um, i'm I'm glad because i was about i was ready to punch those jocks uh and for those of you I, i don't know who you are you're dead wrong the portrayal of bullies aside from the girl in la i don't know girls that are that mean but they're probably out there i didn't have girl bullies i didn't have girl bullies i had boy bullies but girls, I've, I hear girls are just as mean or um, to other meaner. to other girls or me mean, or meaner. Yeah, they do it more psychologically than than boys. Um, I don't know. I don't quite know if that girl deserved a roller skate to the face, but um, she was incredibly mean. But so were the three people that were with her were just mm-hmm. also and the roller derby DJ. Who are you, dude? You're a nerd, man. Like, like just you're you're you let this happen, you dick. Like what's the matter with you? And yes, they're also it is an amplified situation of to make it a lot like Carrie. It was it was a, it was a Carrie moment, one hundred percent. Um, the zombie girl says girls aren't just as mean. You're saying girl bullies aren't as mean as guy bullies? Is that really what you're saying? I, I mean, I'll take your word for it. I don't know. I don't like I say. I'm, I'm not a girl. And I don't. But in my lifetime, which is in the '80s, I was a kid. And in the '90s, I was in high school late 90s so middle school and high school were in the 90s there you go <laughs> girls girls could be psychological terrorists she says um ninjas yeah um that portrayal of the bullies the, those jocks is i'm gonna call them jocks because that's what they're meant to be in this situation i think things have changed a little bit over time i think i think there's a lot more i don't know i've seen it in my nephew but my nephew's a different kind of person um where the athletic kids are still hang out with the are hanging out with the nerdier kids, and there's 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 a little bit of unity there now, whereas we're one generation now. 
instead of we're all us against each other type mm-hmm. of thing as it kind of was when we were growing up or when i was growing up but those bullies 100 percent existed in my in my life it acted the exact same way I didn't I, have to deal with I didn't have to deal with satanic panic. I wasn't that kind of kid. But uh, but I, as far as as far as just being a dick to somebody because you're a jock or you're a star athlete, totally true. I was fortunate enough that all the 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 jocks in my high school were were not like that. They <sighs> our our school was for the most part pretty welcoming of all that. But we didn't also we didn't have like a D and D group that i know of but See, i mean my my high school after school had D kids would hang out in the cafeteria when you know just after school um star wars the card game kids yeah. would hang out and play like i had some cards i would i never knew how to play the game but i had i had the set because it's star wars so i had to have it um so i was basically just trying to get cool cards i didn't know what they did but um um, but I was the kind of kid in high school. I wore football jerseys, like I wore uh, Green Bay Packer jerseys and uh, baseball jerseys and stuff like that. I didn't have band shirts or anything like that, even though I did listen to music. But I wasn't that kind of kid. I was I was reading comic books. I had a copy of Spawn in my backpack almost every day, or X Men or something like that. And I had a group of friends, and I watched wrestling um, when I was in high school. I had a group of friends that did the same stuff as me, or some of the stuff that I did, but we were we were nerds we were a group of nerds one of us might have been cooler than the other uh, others because of who they knew i was a new kid when i started high school at that city because we just moved so no making friends and bullies like that especially in a school that was all rich white kids granted i am a white kid we were not rich by any stretch of the means um but uh yeah, they were all "quote unquote" better than me, and and maybe that was my psychological thinking of it too, and that put them in that pedestal. But yeah, dude, I got picked on a lot, and it was it, high school was hell, and I never understood. And people thought that these are the best four years of your life, but I just wanted to say that the portrayal of bullies in this show, yes, it is dramatized; it's a drama, mm-hmm. um, but it's also very real um, for that time period. Again, I don't know what it's like today. I imagine. It could be better, but I imagine with the social media, it could be a million times worse. I've mm-hmm. seen Thirteen Reasons Why, and I know I've seen I've seen testimonials from kids that watch that that relate to a lot of things that happened to kids in that show, um, to things that that happened to them as well. So I, I realize that some of that stuff is is probably way worse. And if you do something embarrassing in school, all of a sudden it's viral in your community, and kids in another school down the road or down the other city see it too. So, anyway, I kind of went on a weird bully tangent, but, uh, yeah, so, Stranger Things, uh, anything else from Season 4, Volume 2, or, well, excuse me, I keep doing that, Volume 1 that you want to talk about before we, uh, close things out here? Uh, I really enjoyed it. I think it is, um... Oh, we 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 didn't talk about the fact that Dustin's girlfriend shows up, and we get to see her yeah. family. Yeah, and uh, the, the crazy, the way they talk her into helping him uh, is sixteen bits, man, sixteen bits. A <laughs> new uh, a new a new console that they're trying to win for Dustin. <laughs> yeah, which doesn't happen for another what four or five years. A Amer- Meritendo. 
I think he called it. Susie, Susie, it's it's sixteen bits, Susie. Maritendo. I was I was so so heartbroken over the fact that I did this for him that my father took the computer uh, away. <laughs> she changed his grade. What class was he failing? Latin. Latin. Dustin. Which first off, of course, of course you're gonna fail Latin. No one's yeah, you're, it. <laughs> you're a freshman in high school crying out loud. Jesus, man. No one need, you don't need to learn Latin. Yeah. Drop that. Yeah. Class. Right. Oh, all right. So the last two episodes are chapter eight, Papa, and chapter nine, the piggyback. Oh, the piggyback. Interesting. Ooh. Makes so, me feel like in order to leave, somebody has to stay. That's kind of what I, I kind of feel like. Hmm. Um, chapter eight, Papa. I'm not really. I'm. I'm kind of done with that dude. Like, I really wished he would. How is he not dead? Can we explain I, that? I don't know, but I did theorize that he would that I that I wanted him to be the American, and uh, right. he shows up. So I'm like, kind of right. <laughs> yeah, um, I am glad that um, Paul Reiser's character is still a good guy. Yeah, um, and he he doesn't want to see L hurt. Yeah, he's trying to do everything he can. Uh, the small little Robert England cameo was fun. I kind of wish we would add a little more. Um, and there is a lot of nightmare on elm street in there especially when chrissy dies um that's very nightmare on elm street trying to be awoken from your dreams basically and she gets flung up to the roof and, and murdered that way um but yeah i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna rewatch the season again before the next two episodes just the season not the whole series like i did the first time yeah. um but because it was so fun and i just i want to relive it all again because it was really really fun um and yeah, they uh, they fought they fought a demogorgon in a Russian jail, and it's basically f- going to be free now. Well, I mean, Hopper did throw that spear in his mouth, but he was still alive. Yeah. What? What? That's that's kind of where it ended, right? That's where it ended. Yeah. We don't really know that they got away yet. They're still in the prison. Yeah. And um, they're, they're Americans on Soviet soil. Never a good thing right you gotta find a better plane now to get out of because the other one is not gonna fly no um mike and that crew are on their way to nina project nina Mm -hmm. and that's where 11 is with papa uh where 11 just learned the truth about uh her friend um who ended up being henry aka vecna yeah, I, 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 going back to like, when did I know? I think as soon as they talked about one. So here's here's my problem. Um, everyone kept talking about the amazing twists and turns of the show, and they kept talking about twists. I'm like, the show doesn't really do twists. It's, yeah, like it's not an M Night Shyamalan thing. Is there's surprises, sure, but there's never a twist. I'm like, okay, so there's gonna be a twist. What could it be? And I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Oh, I'm like, okay, so. My my mind went straight to that orderly is going to be Vecna. Mm-hmm. That's what I went to. And yeah, I was right. I did like the added twist that he was also uh, Creel's son, because I couldn't have guessed that, because I mean, why would you? He was, he, he he was, was dead. He was for, all, for all you knew, he died. He was yeah. killed by, yeah. Yeah, he was three He was three different characters. He was, one, he was number one, he was Creel's son, and he was Vecna. Like that. Well, that's, you'd say four. That's pretty, you'd say four. 
So he was number one, and then he was the orderly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That he he reminded me. He looked a lot like two eleven. That's two. I'm sorry. I shouldn't say two eleven. That's two different people. Yeah. To to everybody at that at the the lab, it's one. But anyway, he he looked like the scars guard that played it. It yeah, Bill. Um, yeah. So where was it? we're wrapping up? Okay, so we talked about eleven. Um, Joyce, they're all in Russia, and then we have Dustin, and that gang are in. Um, that that's the storyline that I really enjoyed the most. So they're in Hopkins, and they're headed towards. Where are they? They weren't so in the last episode. Th- no, they are. They were. They were in the trailer park. Oh, that's right. That's right. We lose track of them after, right? They break through the gate, and mm-hmm. they drop the ropes, and uh, they do the cool, weird physics of it all, where you're climbing at one point and then falling at the next. Looks pretty dope. Um, but before Steve could get out, Nancy climbs out, and you, she's about to be free, but then she ends up in a different part of the upside down with, with Vecna. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that part of it. Um, so that's where everybody is. One thing we didn't mention is the one-shot action sequence when they're breaking into the Wheeler house or the the yeah. uh, the the buyer's house. Great action sequence, great wonder of of them doing all the action and the two FBI agents. The one that dies easy and the one that just just dies hard. I guess you could say like he just, just he's still alive as far as we. No, 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 they buried him. He died eventually. Yeah. Um, but he is. It's the other one, the one that was being tortured by the U.S. Army. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then who actually eventually gave in. So then there's that, too. The U.S. Army is kind of closed in on the, the Nina Project here in a second. Um, so we're going to see some of that, and maybe 11 fighting off of the U.S. Army. Um, so who knows what's going to happen there. But uh, So that's where we're headed to in these last two episodes. And then the final, Season 5, which we don't really have any information on this yet we don't need to either um let's just finish this season out um yeah mostly all good reviews for stranger things season four volume one other than the fact that it's bloated in long run times i which i didn't feel that that was a bad thing um i i really enjoyed the long run times i really enjoyed the long episodes because for me they didn't feel long i was it was just good good awesome content Mm -hmm um so yeah what did you guys think let us know what you think of obi-wan what are your theories about what's gonna happen next on obi-wan and on stranger things um what are you thinking about for miss marvel which will be out next friday um and uh also the boys the first couple episodes are out now and then um jurassic world 2 will also be out next week i believe um Mm -hmm. so uh we're gonna talk about that i'm gonna go see it opening night so we can talk about that on the next episode um I I'll, I'll keep it. Be able to see it. I'll keep it spoiler free. So, we'll talk about it then. Kyle, Dave, close out the show like we usually do. Oh yes, definitely. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Kyle Krause eighty nine. You can also follow me on Twitch at TV at twitch.tv slash kkrause eighty nine. Uh, and yeah, I am. Uh, I will be on Star Wars TV Talk uh, within the next couple of days, talking about Episode Three of Obi Wan in depth. 
and then I am also doing a uh, film competition uh, in in the city that I'm in uh, called the 48 Hour Film Festival. So look look for that. That'll be all over my socials and everything. It's the third year that I'm doing it, and I'm really excited about this one because I'm going to be doing audio and co-editing. I'm really nervous about the co-editing. So yeah, there we go. 48 Hour Film Festival next weekend. Woo! Woo, woo, woo. All right, at Atomic Geekdom on all of the social medias for everything else that you want to find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, YouTube. Uh, did I say Facebook? Facebook as well, if you're watching us on Facebook. Hello. Uh, and Twitch, twitch.tv slash Atomic Geekdom. Um, I want to start being more active on there regularly, um, whether we do shows every so often, where maybe Kyle and I just pop on Twitch for like a half hour or so and we talk about game news or whatever we just do a little 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 program for you mm-hmm. on tuesdays where it's t- tuesdays with maury but it's dave and kyle um who knows tuesdays with murray or maybe one night a week kyle will go live on our on our twitch and he'll play play a video game mm. um yeah so there's that uh thank you dead zombie girl for hanging out in the chat as always we appreciate you being thank interactive you. with us um get some sleep with your crazy sleep schedule i'm about to go to bed too i've got a wedding tomorrow um join us when we go live like i say follow us on uh twitch we can't you can't subscribe yet uh we're not affiliate so you can't do that but you follow us there you'll get notified when we go live same thing on facebook same thing on youtube you can subscribe on youtube and i'll let you know when we go live so there you go yes uh the podcasts are also on if you do the audio version uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcasts, you can get Atomic Geekdom, the podcast, in mm-hmm. podcast form. But but if you want to see our faces and interact with us live on the chat, you can do so when we do these live broadcasts on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Uh, we'll always be live on all three platforms, so you can get us no matter what, even if you don't want to create a Twitch account, which is so easy and free, um, and you could really support your friends that have their own channels by subscribing with your Amazon account for free. It's super easy. Um, just, just throwing it out there, Jenny. Um, anyway. Uh, so yeah, we'll be back next week for another episode. Uh, we'll also be back. We're planning our summer office picnic, I guess we'll call it. Um, it's an annual thing. We do, we do one at Christmas. We do the office Christmas party. Then we do our annual summer picnic as well. Um, I think we've missed a year. No, we've done it. We've done it. I think it got obliterated during quarantine year. Um, mm-hmm. I was really drunk, but we usually record the first hour of it, and then we just hang out together afterwards as as a as a unit of of atomic geekdom people. There's there's a few of us. Um, so, and this just in, we might be at San Diego Comic Con this year. Um, when I say we, I mean I might be at San Diego Comic Con. Jenny most likely will be there no matter what. So, but hopefully I can go and I can travel and spend probably four hundred dollars on a flight, which is making me angry already. But I have to find out soon uh, because prices are going to get higher soon. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, this weekend is also Hell in a Cell for WWE. So if you're watching that, enjoy that, wrestling fans. Um, yeah, I think that's all I got. 
That's it. All right, everybody, stay safe. Be kind. It's Pride Month. We love everyone here at Atomic Geekdom. We discriminate against no one. Um, be happy. Uh, be yourself. Never be afraid to be yourself. And uh, yeah, just be kind to each other. Treat people the way you want to be treated. Can't go wrong that way unless you want to be treated very poorly. Then I guess it could go wrong. But um, just be nice to each other. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's all. Just be nice to each other. Stay safe. Be kind. Rewind. All that good stuff. Say goodbye. Bye.